Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon. <laughs> and I'm Damon. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay, teacher. It's okay if you're cracking up. We're here to have fun. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> this. So on this uh, podcast, in case you don't know, we have a side A where we discuss a theme and a side B where we do kind of a full album review that one of us suggested for the rest of the guys to listen to. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump into side A. Let's go ahead and drop that needle on side A. All right. Uh, so this week's theme uh, was, you know, uh, suggested by me. You know, um, you know, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. So uh, I suggested that we do a song uh, that either had Superman in the title or lyrics or inspired uh, Superman. And most of us, we ended up with a song that had actual Superman in the lyrics. Um, th- so I'm going to be honest. I'm a Marvel fanboy <laughs> through and through. So, but Superman is so iconic that, you know, it's permeated into music and it's crazy how many songs have Superman or is about Superman and more so than any other superhero <laughs> in the history. So uh, just in case you guys don't know, and Brandon's gone, or Brandon's back. There we go. In case you guys don't know, as far as I know, that the creators of Superman are Jerry Siegel and Joy Joe's uh, Shooter Schuster. Is that right, Brandon? All right, never mind. He's locking in. Anyways, um, I thought there might have been like a third creator person that I can't remember, but the first uh, Superman came out in like 1939, um, and you know he's been in TV shows, movies. And it's just kind of crazy how from comics, you know, the um, the characters and the individuals that are um, that come from Superman um, have permeated into the uh, pop culture, the zeitgeist of of society. And so um, for my pick for my choice album um, was I picked the song um, Superman. It's not easy by um, five for fight five for fighting. Um, and so what's cool about that song is it kind of gets to the point about Superman, how like, you know, you know, it's just not easy being his Superman. Like it's, you know, he, he has his own dreams and his own ambitions and wants to do stuff, but you know, um, people just rely on them too much. And the, the line that I like best in that song is like, I'm not crazy. And then there's that long pause or anything, you know, like he has to remain calm all the time because if he was crazy, people would be super upset with him. But and yeah, so but that's kind of why I picked that song because I liked it. So um, what do you guys think about Five for Fighting Superman? It's not easy. So it's a really soft, slow ballad. So. I really like five. I like five for fighting. I think that's a really good song too. That's that was played a lot on the radio for sure. It was a big radio hit. But that's that definitely seems like it's right up your alley for sure. <laughs> uh, and it's good. It's a good pick for the Superman song. That's the one. One of the songs I think of every time. Uh, but you can't really tell. 
when you're listening to it, if it is it about Superman? You know what I mean? But right. it's um that's kind of what it what's kind of cool about it too, is that it's not too obvious. Right. But if you're really looking at the lyrics and you know and getting into it, but yeah, it's yeah. got it's got a good vibe. Um he's got a really high he's got a really high voice and sometimes I'm like, is that good that you have a high voice? Like sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. I don't think it's bad, but it's like I couldn't pull that off. Right. But yeah, no, I, I like this song a lot. That's good. Good pick. Okay. Definitely a Taji <laughs> a Taji style pick. pick. A very Taji nineties style pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That almost like it gave me like Savage Garden feels. Gotcha. <laughs> For whatever reason. Um the name in itself is the oxymoron, but then I'm like, what the? You, know, you were coming with this song, and it was kind of like, hey, I can see why Tosh picked this. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a Tosh pick. Um, it was like strong Superman sense, no, but it, it definitely uh, touched on you know, the, the parts of him that we think of when we think about all the hard work he puts in, uh, everything that he's got on his plate that nobody else can really, you know, do in the situation. So um, I, I see the nice little undertone side of you, Taj. You know, you, you didn't let your feminist side all the way out. But <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So that's for sure. I don't I don't dislike the song, but I also don't know if I like the song. Um, <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. I mean, I think I feel like it was overplayed a lot when it first came out. Right. And uh, I'm not quite sure why I heard it so many times. I don't know what I was listening to at the time. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really, honestly, I'm a, I forgot about this song. So when you uh, when you had mentioned it, I I didn't even like I didn't put two and two together that this was the song that you picked. And then when it started playing, I'm like. Oh yeah, that song. <laughs> and uh yeah, that that's pretty much my impression. It's like, oh yeah, it's that song. But right. I don't I don't feel anything <laughs> about it. Like it's ser- it's a serviceable song, but uh, uh it's a, it's a very s- sensitive song and um it's right. yeah. It, it could only have been picked by you. I mean, it's Superman when he's in the Fortress of Solitude. You know, this this is what he listens to. You know, <laughs> this is his his uh, his song number. <laughs> yeah. Did they get Did they get like the the right to do this song? Like, did DC allow them to? I don't. That's the question for most of these songs because some of these songs you're like, you know, like they're pretty close to like talking about like proprietary characters from DC, but you're like, did they get sued or not? So, but yeah. Um, yeah. The other and thing. Oh, good. I was just going to ask this song was not used on Smallville. Was it ever? Um, I don't think so. So the, the thing I don't that think I, so. I saw was, which I didn't Pretty realize. Zero. Wikipedia said that this had big popularity during nine 11. Like it was just becoming a hit during 9/11, and then when 9/11 happened here in the states, that, like, that kind of sounds about right. It, I don't remember that at all. I don't either. Okay, uh, but yeah, uh, 
Yeah, no, it was featured in Smallville. Yeah. Uh, okay, like Smallville track. Yeah. So, for sure. Which I actually, I'm trying to remember if I like Smallville. I think it was Lewis and Clark that I hated. Smallville. You like Smallville. Yeah. <laughs> Smallville is pretty good. Okay. I, I Lewis mean, and Clark? Or, like uh, the expedition explorer? Lois and Clark? Lois or Lois? Lewis and Clark, man. I'm not a fan of that expedition of theirs. <laughs> right, are you trying to tell us something about Superman we don't know about? <laughs> are we exposing something on this, this platform? <laughs> Let uh, us know now. Let's let's be TMZ. Come on. Right. Uh, I don't think I ever watched a, a, an episode of Lewis and Clark. I almost right. said Lewis and Clark. Thanks, I think I did, but that was like, wasn't that the late nineties? That was late nineties. Like mid mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember when it was. Yeah. Kind of forgettable. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> So it's it, yeah, it's so forgettable that you don't even remember how to say the title. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> not the best version of Superman. I'll just put it like, no, not at all. Well, because that one was all like about them as a relationship and not him as Superman that much. Whereas Smallville was kind of weird because it's like it's him, but not in Metropolis. And you're like, what the heck, like. When do I just get a regular Superman and Metropolis type of thing? That, that's what pissed me off about both of them. <laughs> like one of them had no Superman, and then the other one's like, "Oh, he's learning to be Superman." It's like, damn, I don't want somebody learning to be Superman. I want Superman. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, it was Dawson's Creek of the <laughs> right the super <laughs> times. That's for sure. So, <sighs> they had their little love triangles. That was fun. <laughs> So, but yeah, all right. So I guess we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, move on. So I'll go ahead and do Diedrich. What you what you have? Yes, I'm not last. <laughs> Triumph. Get it over with. So I chose some a little bit of a different route. Um, you know, I, I definitely love Superman, especially growing up. Um, seeing all the, the feats and everything that happened within the comic books, but thinking about it from a now standpoint, um, especially where some of the arcs went, you know, I could see Superman getting tired of this world and too much demand, too much craziness, too many people doing too many different things and thinking that he's supposed to come around to just save them from doing it and then they go back to doing it again. So I picked the track called Resignation Superman. From uh, the group of Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Resignation Superman. And the day the bad guys win. And it was a 1997 track uh, that came out. Um, kind of put them on the map with it. And uh, basically, it's about Superman giving up on this world and about. You know, the, the things that are going on that's making him like not want to be Superman, um, not wanting to to be the one to save us anymore, not wanting to be the one that we depend on in order to keep everything safe and, and us us as a society. OK, because, you know, we use him as a crutch and don't really appreciate him at times. And so 
I kind of went a different route with it. Um, I definitely looked up a couple of different songs for this situation, but I do remember this one coming out. And um, I definitely, it was my senior year, so I definitely remember hearing this song and thinking, oh crap, that's crazy. Like, who would ever put Superman in that light? Like, you would give up on us. And sure enough, I've seen a couple of arcs that said the same situation. So, yeah, it kind of it worked out that way. So, what do y'all think about the song? Um, I, I had never heard the song before, and I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked how you were saying how it Superman giving up, um, retiring. He's like, you know, I'm done with this. Um, comic comics themselves are crazy because like they don't let characters age naturally. <laughs> like, but it's weird because like Superman is supposed to be aging the same rate as Lois Lane. So like they should technically both be like 80 or 90 by now dead, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. I kind of took it more like a, an old man, Superman, like wanting to retire, but, you know, it, it it's even more crazier if you think about like a Superman in his prime. And he's like, "Hey, I'm done cleaning up the mess for the t- umpteenth time, and you guys figure this shit out because I'm gone." So, for sure. But yeah, I I do. I think I remember this song, but it's been a long time since I've heard it, and uh, I, I I guess I didn't really listen too much to the lyrics like i mean i heard the lyrics but i guess i didn't really put a story behind it so that is interesting uh that's what the song's about i think i just heard it from like a a, a melody point you know um which happens a lot with me so um but yeah i mean it definitely is a product of its decade for sure like you hear it and i'm like that's a 90s song you know and there's nothing wrong with that by any means, but I did enjoy the song. I mean, uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was decent. Um, but yeah, I have not, I haven't heard it in a very long time. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't not, I don't not like the song. I think the song's, the song's fine. It's just, uh, definitely a song from the nineties. All right. Yes. So Brandon, I'm going to put you on the spot, either mine or Dietrich. You can only have one of them. Which one do you listen to? For like five hours on repeat. Why would you set yourself up? Like <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to ask. You know, he, he's both. He's like in the middle on both of them. Like, I'm, well, just just like <laughs> Superman, Superman would always find another option. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, it's not easy. <laughs> Listen to this song. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Damon? Sorry, <laughs> Damon, to jump in. <laughs> uh, I was trying to do a five for fighting, but yeah. see, right. I could, I can never do that. It's like it's not easy. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, it sounds sounds better when they do it. I don't know how he does it though. He's like a whiny little bitch, but he makes it work. <laughs> He's got the bitch voice, a little whiny bitch voice, but he makes it work. Damon, you haven't even picked your choice track yet. <laughs> Be very careful. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? Todd, Todd, you like vindictive partial? sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I said I like the song. I can't <laughs> replicate the guy's voice, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm uh, definitely Big Head Todd of the Monsters would be my repeat. For nice. sure. I like, I like, I like that band. Big Head Todd and the Monsters are a really good band. They sing, they have some other good hits that just make me feel like going to the beach, drink Coronas and and hanging. 
this this is a nice chill song about Superman. I didn't know it was about Superman. I did. I have heard the song before because I've listened to all their albums. But mm-hmm. um, I guess it says Superman in it, but I never really <laughs> stopped to look at the song. I'm like, it's like, oh yeah, this is about Superman. Because you can't really tell. He's just kind of singing like it's. He sounds good, but sometimes you can't tell what he's saying. He's like, like. What was that? Oh, okay. Superman? Cool. Dude, why did you make that sound like the Friends theme right there? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that would be... A, it's a good song, but yeah, I can't always tell what he's saying, but I like the music. So, okay. I wasn't invested in the lyrics or the name of the song. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't know it was about Superman until now. So. Uh-huh. All right, fair enough. So, okay. So, are we ready to move on then? Yes, no? Okay, there we go. Brandon, what, what you got for us? All right. So, um, yet again, I think I did something very different. Um, I don't even know if I even did the homework right anymore, <laughs> um, especially after the three songs that you guys picked. I'm like, mine is very loosely connected to Superman. Um, I must. I I might have missed the beginning of what you were talking about. Um, hopefully, no. the homework was just it has to have the word Superman in the song. It, it does. Yes. It okay. All right. Good. Because, like I said, I, after listening to all three of yours, I'm like, oh, maybe I should have picked something else. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. No, what I actually went with is uh, a song that I've always been a fan of and an artist that I like. It uh, the song came out in 1972. And the song is uh, by the artist Jim Croce. The song is You Don't Mess Around With Jim. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull a mask off at old Lone Ranger. And you don't um, This was from his third studio album. Uh, the name of the album is actually the same title as the song. Um, I can't tell you the first time I ever heard uh, Jim Croce um, could have been in a movie, maybe a TV show, um, but there definitely was a time, I think, like the end of high school where I, I started getting into his music and um, this is always a song that I really liked by him. Um, I think he was a great songwriter and I really liked his voice as well. Uh, just, uh, y- you know, you don't pull on Superman's cape, you know, is the lyric and you know what that means, you know, like, and I think that's what's so great about that lyric. Like, you don't mess with, you know, you don't, you don't pull on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. Like, you totally know what he's trying to say. Um, yeah, I just, I, I really like, I, I really like the, the melody. I really like his voice. Um, it's a, a tragic uh, story about Jim Croce. And the guy was only 30 years old when he died. You know, who knows what what he would have accomplished. You know, he died in a plane crash in 1973. You know, this album, this song came out a year before he died. That's crazy. Um, But anyway, yeah, man, I just I love the song. I don't know what more I can say. Just go and listen to it for yourself. Um, I bet you probably have heard it before. Uh, but yeah, it's, I think it's just a great song and, and, uh, it may, the song may not be about Superman, but, um, I, I still think it's good. So 
it i i like the song because this was one of the, the first songs i thought about when i brought up the, the topic um because like this is one of the first songs like i i knew for a fact had superman in the lyrics um it's it's interesting so I, on two points like i know we both kind of confused it with bad badly Roy brown <laughs> so and, and they're, they're kind of similar vibes uh but this one for sure i i always recognize more um or, or new listen to more um it's interesting because it's about a pool shark that gets shot and then replaced by another pool shark <laughs> basically it's, it's the story uh, of the song um what's interesting is like growing up more like older now like knowing more comics like I get like back in the seventies where like Superman's only been around for like 30, 40 years. So he's not that much in the zeitgeist of, of, of pop culture, like how people would be like, Hey, you don't pull on Superman's cape nowadays. Like if somebody was going to write this song, they would be like, Hey, you don't pull on Batman's cape because Superman's the type of person you pull on this cape. He's going to turn around and be like, Hey, can I help you citizen? You know, Batman's more like the person like you pulled on my cape. I'm gonna motherfucking kill you. <laughs> Superman's not that type of person to be like, you pulled on my cape, you're dead. Laser beams, you know? <laughs> Superman's not. If it's Homelander, that's a different issue. <laughs> Superman's not gonna be like, <laughs> I'm just saying, but maybe that's me. Yeah, Homelander ripped your ass apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, he'll, he'll think about it. First, he'll look and see if there's any cameras around. True. Then sure. he might do it. Omni-Man doesn't give a damn. He's going to fuck you up. Right. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. So. Just wanted well, to plus, put that clarification out there. Just saying. Yeah. Well, and plus, the other thing is, like, what's crazy is this song also mentions the Lone Ranger. Like, the Lone Ranger, I mean, they tried to bring the Lone Ranger back, like, the Lone Ranger is going to be one of those heroes that's like going to be lost to the annals of history. Like, and I'm curious because I think Flash Gordon's going that way. Flash Gordon is going to be like, who? Lone Ranger, who? <laughs> Flash Gordon, who? You know, in like 30 years. Yeah. Well, no, Lone Ranger's been around for a whole little minute. They redid it. Crazy, we do, but they redid it. But still, it's, you know, the, the storyline exists in history. It's, it's been around for folklore alone. Flash Gordon, I could definitely see why it would fade out because our generation is the one that carried it, and so therefore, it's like if we're not passing it on, then we, well, I mean, we pass it on to Ted. So technically, you know, those coming up who ever seen Ted probably looked into oh, it. Sure. Outside of that. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't get good representation. So, uh, yeah. So, all right. That was my two cents. What, what did you think of the song, though, TJ? <laughs> oh, which, you know, going back to the um, um, Brennan song. Yeah, it was a great song. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, no, I heard this song before. Uh, I definitely knew what y'all were talking about, and I love the cautionary tale within within the song itself. Um, so, you know, it definitely has that, that, that aura of, you know, don't buy it off more. You could chew all of those little quick sayings or quirky sayings that you got in there that you could apply to so many different things. So I, I definitely liked it. I thought it was a good fix, especially for, you know, for what we're doing here. I can see why you would think like changing up a situation, 
But just for the fact that, you know, it came flat out and said, don't grab a skate. It's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's on the yeah. floor. Like, do you really want to mess with Superman? <laughs> right. It's like picking a fight with Mike Tyson on a plane. Like, why would you? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you better be bleeding if you touch his cape. Like, you know, your arm better be mauled and you better have a good reason why you're tucking on the cape. If you're just trying to pick a fight, like, you're a dumbass. <laughs> so, like, yeah. take me with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to quit this job. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's talking about like all these things that you don't do because you're going to make these people look like fools. Because if you pull the Lone Ranger's mask off, he would just look like a douchebag, right? No. Like, First of all, if you ever got that close, he would shoot you. He would punch you. He would shoot you. He would. He would. Like like three hundred style kick you away from him, and you're not going to be able to pull the mask off. Like it's not yeah. going to happen. It, so. Only three people knew his identity. <laughs> yeah, I I did like the Ranger when I was a kid. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I like that. I I think this is like a really strange. It's a strange setup because he died at thirty in a plane crash. I mean, it's even kind of eerie seeing him like in the the album cover, like in the little window picture of him. You know. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good song, man. It's, like, really kind of like this older 70s style, which is definitely Brandon. So, mm-hmm. kudos there. <laughs> Everybody's sticking to, like, their genre in this one. <laughs> their style, which is really cool. So, everybody's everybody's take on Superman. Uh, and I think our takes on Superman fit us really well. But, yeah, it's, like, it's interesting how the whole song has, like, yeah, they mentioned, like, all these different pop culture things with that have to do kind of with comics and stuff. But yeah, I, w- I wouldn't call it a Superman song, but it definitely it is uh, because he's talking about all the, all the different, all the different uh, things like superheroes, I guess, or heroes. And what not to do. Right. What yeah. not to do. <laughs> I guess for superheroes, superheroes. <laughs> Plus, I'm trying to figure out, like, this song is totally, like, per- from the perspective of the local establishment people in the pool hall, right? Like, they're just sitting there at the bar, and they see all this shit happen. And then what's crazy is, like, there's two stanzas about Jim and then two about Slim. So it's like, it's like same news, old news. Like, you know, there ain't much different between Jim or Slim, <laughs> you know? It's just something right. you don't mess with. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, this is like a shootout knife knife fight. <laughs> is that what this is? Yeah, <laughs> that's Everybody, pretty much what it is, right? Yeah. Damn. Right, but but it's a, it's very similar. Like the old boss, same as the new boss, or, or uh-huh. uh, yeah, very much like we're still here doing shit, and <laughs> one of them dies, and there's a new one, but nothing else different. So, yeah, nothing but different, but the name, right? Nothing else remains the same. So, so okay. Anything else you guys want? What? No, I want to know what Damon likes. <laughs> All right, Damon. What was your pick? <laughs> you guys don't give a shit what I like. <laughs> I do care. But, All right, uh, can we get to side B then? No. It's true. I don't care. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, bird. Oh, actually, no, Dalen and I, we've been doing all right this season. Yeah. 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 I can't burn. I'm Superman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. Let's talk about my pick. It's a, 
It's a song by the Spin Doctors, um, which is a really, really cool band. Uh, it had John Popper in it in the 80s. He's the Blues Traveler lead singer, uh, harmonica dude. That's why you hear like all this like kind of like bluesy beats in the early stuff. Uh, yeah, this is Pocket Full of Kryptonite is like the, the album. So it's like kind of like a Superman album. But uh, I love the beats. I like this band a lot. They're they're a cool like jam band, um, which I love that kind of shit. That's that's always fun. And uh, yeah, so basically, the the interesting thing about this band is that their um, their lead singer he was uh, basically came down, I think it was like 99, lost his voice. <laughs> it was a really weird, really weird thing that happened where he just all of a sudden lost his voice. And then about a year later, later that came back. Um, but that was after this album, much after this album. But yeah, I thought that was kind of cool, kind of bad, but then good. So it came out, came out to be a good story. But yeah, this, is, this had a fun vibe to it. I don't know. What do you guys think of Spin Doctors and this song? And do you, you think that... What was your song? Yeah, you didn't say oh. the name of the song. Oh, I didn't say the name of the song? No. Uh, Jimmy Olsen's... Um, <laughs> hold on a second. Where am I at here? Yeah. Jimmy Olsen's Blues. He's got the blues. Who's Jimmy Olsen? So, oh, geez. I don't know. Uh, so what do you th- think? This song... All right, so I'll, I'm going to jump in here. So I love the Spin Doctors. I love I this Jimmy album. Olsen. But this song has the most incorrect Superman stuff ever. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. Because, like, Jimmy Olsen is Superman's best friend, right? Right. The news, work, he works at the news place. Like, the paper, Jim- the Daily Planet. No, like he's Superman's, not Clark Kent's. He's Superman's best friend. Because yeah, but he, he doesn't he, has a watch where he he's can the reporter, him. though, right? Isn't he the reporter? He's a photographer, isn't he? Or photographer. Yeah, but he's always there to take the photos of Superman. Yeah. I'm not a geek like you guys with comics. So, <laughs> so I might not know what's wrong with you. Don't say it like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Okay. That was that true. Good it may be true. Really. It may be true, but what's wrong with you? A fan as much. No, I'm a fan. I I don't know as much of the background. We're historians. (laughs) I'm not a historian. Fanboys, come on, bro. (laughs) 2022, you don't have any better ways than it's Bible. I'm not a weirdo. No, you know who Jimmy Olsen is. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. What's that say about you? Come on. Of course I know who Jimmy Olsen is. I know who Jimmy Olsen is. He's in all the renditions of Superman. But he is, he's like, uh, he does work with him, right? He's the photographer yes. for the paper. Yeah, Right. Yeah. But, but he's supposedly like supposed to be Superman's best friend. That's why he has a watch they can actually call Superman. Like, like Lois oh, and right. Jimmy Olsen are the only two people in the world that like have the red phone to Superman. Like <laughs> they can <laughs> call him day or night. And so the, 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 I mean, 
it's interesting because like the song has a lot of iconic lines that that mentions you know that go with superman but the fact that the song's about jimmy olsen wanting to get with lois lane and he's jealous enough to have kryptonite in his pocket so he can bump off superman just so he can mac down on lois lane it's like what the hell is this song about i think that kind of like there was some jealousy going on in some of the editions yes. of this yeah he did act like a dick to superman a lot yes Jimmy Olsen in the yeah. comics, right? No, that's not the comics. Like, I'm not talking. That's why I said I'm not like a fan of the comics. Like I didn't read the comics. This song lied to you. This song <laughs> lies to you. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like Daniel. like people who watch like the Marvel movies and like I know everything about you know <laughs> Captain America. Have you read a Captain Captain America comic? No. Fucking spin doctors. <laughs> right. They probably liked comic books about as much as I do. So there you go. Some of this. I bet you there's probably somebody because you don't just come up with a song called Jimmy Olsen's Blues. Right. Unless one of you might be a fan of the comic book or even the movie or with Christopher Reeves. Pocket full of kryptonite for like the name of your album. Right. Right. Like somebody had to have been a fan. fan. So why the f- how did they get it wrong? Are they wrong? Or is it like because they probably thought it just worked better for the song? <laughs> what is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Jimmy Olsen walked into the office one day and saw Clark Kent and said, "Oh, okay, another reporter, cool." And he turns around, finds out he's Superman, and he's boning Lois, who's he's had a secret crush on forever <laughs> and a day, and he yeah. had to watch that shit with his own eyes. Yes, yeah. that would make it, that would make me depressed <laughs> if the girls my dreams was getting bowed, dogged out, back shots by a dude that could take bullets. <laughs> and, and <laughs> dude, nobody wants dogged out back shots. I, fucking, I feel it for Jimmy, but uh, are you saying that the song is accurate? I think this is the most anyone in the history. Of the spin doctors have spent <laughs> this much time talking about Jimmy Olsen's blues. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that must mean it was a good pick. <laughs> so it's a very conscious. Well, hold on there. Here. Hold on there. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your break. <laughs> hey, this is off of one of their fucking greatest albums ever. Yeah. So you know, I've changed my opinion how I feel after this conversation. <laughs> Taj is totally right. This song is full of inaccuracies. <laughs> it's a good song, but All it's right. full of inaccuracies. Are we fact-checking right now? <laughs> I'm about to come back at a later episode, and we're going to discuss this. I'm going to grab my Superman comics. We can go in depth <laughs> into the history of, of Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> okay. I did know who Jimmy Olsen was, though. I don't want I don't want anybody listening thinking I didn't know who Jimmy Olsen was. Right. If anybody's listening, what and so what's, what's if Jimmy Olsen's true? listening? Yeah. Right, Jimmy. We we feel you, bro. <laughs> it might be. It's understood. Bro. It, it just I never knew Jimmy to have a crush on Lois. That that's just been my. Oh favorite. yeah. I, I didn't know. Like, so I I guess I watched too much Smallville. Because oh, okay. that's kind of what happens in that show. Like oh, really? Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Dawson's Creek, they all fell in love with each other like every season. Like, Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Dawson's Creek. 
they were switching partners more than. <laughs> but if I wasn't her name Lana, not Lois, in there, or was it Lois, or I forgot? No, Lana is another character. So, but yeah, yeah. I thought Lana, she was in there. Lana is like the Gwen Stacy of Spider-Man for Superman. <laughs> but yeah. Right, but I'm saying like Lana was in there, and right. that was his original yeah. Lois, and then Lois came later on. Right. Yeah, the like or something. Yeah. 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 Is Lana in the story outside of Smallville? That's like that's in the comics too, right? I, Lana does exist in the comics. Yeah. Okay. It does exist in the I didn't know how much that show strayed away from the comic. Uh, they tried to make her a badass in the show. It was like really why? <laughs> why? Smallville is not very accurate. <laughs> no. No. But you know, as a TV show, you have to change things around to make it more Dawson's-y, creakier. <laughs> Dawson's-y. More J- I, Jason I did Bandit watch Dawson's Creek all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Go there. Sorry. Are you right. trying to sing Five for Fighting? Of course. <laughs> I think he was doing that Smallville theme song. Oh, uh, you picking on Remy Zero again? that's true we've already done that all right so last season i think we got everybody's pick are you okay with the spin doctors in general brandon me yeah uh (laughs) say this i seem like you are i don't know it's i think back in the 90s it was okay I, i i didn't have a problem with them um, I can't really say I'm going to listen to them that much anymore. Okay. Um, but they were, they were okay back in the, back in the nineties. I think, what was it? The, was the second album called two princes? No, that's the name of the song on it. On this oh. Album. oh, it's on that album. Pocket full of Christian. It's oh. on pocket full of Christian. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, yeah, that's I mean, like their hit album. The song, the song's all right. The thing, the thing about the song when I was listening to it, I, I felt like I'm like, wait, isn't that that song? I'm like, oh no, it's like this song sounds a lot like other other songs on the album. Like, right. you know, like I thought it was a different song, but then the lyrics change, and I'm like, okay, so these songs, some of these songs have a very similar beat to them, um, and I don't know if that's like intentional, like if if they're trying to tell one story or something like that, but. Uh, yeah, I mean the song's all right, you know, and and spin doctors spin doctors were okay back in the nineties, but um, yeah, it's it's okay. Uh, again, inaccuracies really kind of ruins this whole thing for me now. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't know that much about Superman comics, and now that you've written this to light, fuck you, spin doctors now. <laughs> <laughs> right, bandwagon only after calling us nerds and dweebs. And <laughs> well, that's all true, but uh, yeah, I mean, Spin Doctors—they're still pretty cool. But I'm yeah. a little bit annoyed that they didn't do their homework, and now it's like you know, now it's a down. <laughs> it's abstract. I don't think it was never meant to be factual. Right. situation it's just coming from a point of view like we were talking about yeah like, i've been able to bring mine up because you know superman doesn't quit necessarily well he does but uh, like i said it's another arcs but it wasn't based on a factual situation it was just based on you know how i like the song and it was a different approach so i think that's where you were coming from with this one 
it was it was definitely an outside approach and uh, definitely had its feel for it. I think Spin Doctors was kind of one of those bands that had a sound and stuck to it. Like, you know, I believe you were talking about like a jam session band, like that's literally what it is. Like they would start off with a couple of notes and then they just kept it going and turned it into like 16 different songs, um, you know, and kind of roll with it. But I mean, I'm not too much mad at it for what it was. Jimmy needs love too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got a band that had John Popper starting off doing fucking harmonicas and shit. Yeah. That's probably going to be a good, cool jam band. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's funny that you mentioned them as a jam band because I'm probably going to get flack for this, but I'd rather listen to Spin Doctors than Dave Matthews Band. I'm not a big, as far as jam bands, like I'm not a big Dave Matthews. Like Spin Doctors, I'm probably going to That's weird. Over. I thought yeah. that you would like Dave Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Dave Matthews, man. They're, they're badass. That's one of my f- favorite bands, but. Yeah, so, I, I'm kind of surprised that you don't. Ty's just shitting on Damon. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go take a shower now. You shit all over me, bro. So, I mean, Brandon tried to tell you you've been dictated. He just bro. So, I'm just saying, and he did it so calmly too. That was, that was kind of masterful, right there. I've been trying to warn you guys, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Man, it's like Taj almost went all doomsday over Damon's pick. <laughs> I know. That's I a that's a see. comic book comic geek reference, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> the doomsday. Yeah, he's a yeah. character. I get that. Uh, <laughs> but do you know what Doomsday did to Superman? Yeah. Yeah, he killed him, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Who's the geek now? <laughs> oh, I'm not as... <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> all right, all right. It's easy, baby. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to flip that record to side B. Um, Ty, you had homework for us for this episode? I, I did have homework for you this episode. So, um, man, did I have homework. Um all right, so when so just to bring everybody back up to date speed, so when we did the bilingual episode, I was trying to find a, a band that sung in two different languages, and I stumbled across this band, and the, the band I stumbled across was uh, Gran Rodeo, so G R A N uh, Rodeo, um, and so the homework that I gave you guys with the album questions, I also threw in the extra credit seven seven. Um, because that was the first song that I heard, and that's a, a song by them with flow. Um, so that song, uh, was extra credit, but I'm just going to talk about it real briefly. So that song was crazy because I saw the music video and it's a five piece band with the two guys from Grand Rodeo and you're like three singers and it's like the, they just like start at 11, like the, the needle drops. And that song just goes <laughs> like 90 miles per hour. Right. And uh it's interesting because the whole music video setup is like them at table having dinner. And then it turns into a gangster shootout. And so um the reason why it came upon my radar, because like it, it had some words in English, plus it also had the counting down in English, but it's like, you know, this isn't enough English to make it bilingual. So that's why I skipped it. But then 
I got curious and I was like, all right, so who's the real person? Is it Flo or is it Grand Rodeo? And I went, Grand Rodeo happened to have a brand new album that came out this year. And I was like, started listening to it. And I was like, oh, shit, like, I love these guys. And it's just two guys. <laughs> Grand Rodeo is just two guys, but it's crazy because they probably have a bunch of production stuff on the back side because for sure there's a lot more instruments playing. But they're, yeah, it's amazing. So these guys have done nine albums so far. So they started in 2007 and um, their newest album, which is Question, just came out. Um, and so the, the thing is, is that these guys are also, what's crazy about them is they've done, like, if you look up YouTube for, like, anime title sequences for for stuff, like, these guys have done, like, a ton of anime title sequences for, for different shows. Uh, but, hang on. yeah, so their first album was in 2007. And then this new album just came out this year in 2022. Um, and let me just pull up my list here. Sorry. All right. So they've done uh, songs. Oh, why are you living? Sorry. So they've done songs for uh, Baki. Uh, and then they've done Code Breakers. They've done um, the Kurokos. I'm going to say that wrong, but the basketball one. Uh, they've done uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, they've done uh, Saki, S-A-I-Y-U-K-I. I'm, I'm always saying that one. Star Blazers. But yeah, at least like 16, 12 different animes they've done songs for. And that doesn't include... So sometimes they'll do the opening and the closing one. Um, so on questions, why I picked it was like, these guys have diversity. And so diversity, sorry. Um, so, all right. So let me st- take a step back. So Japanese anime music, I know that sometimes it feels like they're just a cover band. And I get that because Japanese music sometimes is just them taking the best of something and making it into something else. And so at times when you listen to this album, you're like, eh. It's just them being a cover band. But then as you get into it, like these guys are really creating stuff. And what I love about it is like each song has at least two or three melody transitions in it. Like they're not just coming up with a really hooky beat and sticking with it from beginning to end. Like they're doing transitions every single track. Um, And so the just to kind of go through them real quick. um, so the very first track, FAQ, is kind of like, um, I feel like it's like the the what's coming up tonight on Adult Swim type of track. Like, it's a very melody track. Like, so it's it's allowing the main guy that's the, the, the guitar person to do a good guitar riff. But it's kind of like a really short, like, mellow track on like, hey, at 10, it's this. At 10.30, it's this. Like, you know what I mean? If you watch Adult Swim, uh, you know, um, that's kind of what that is. Uh, question time, which is track number two, um, is kind. It's not as jazzy, but it's kind of like an old school anime vibe, kind of like cowboy beepish, cowboy bebopish. Is I mean, it could be more jazzy, but it's not quite. Track three is like heavy metal. I feel <laughs> um, ish. Uh, track four is starts out very traditional and then it turns straight into like a dynasty warriors video game track. <laughs> like there's no mistaking that. Like you can just picture the, the, you know, the various characters from dynasty warriors during their, their Mushu move. 
Um, track five is the one that's very Latin, kind of sounds like Santana. And then what's interesting is track six is kind of like the 70s rock. Track seven is kind of like a 90s rock. And then track eight is kind of like a 2000s rock song. <laughs> um, and then track nine is kind of like it starts out with like an indie Bollywood sound, but then just goes straight into rock kind of there. And then track 10 is kind of like a funk jam. And then 11, 11 is kind of like a classic rock. And then 12 is the one that's kind of like an epic Olympic, like, uh, like the Olympics. But then it's kind of because I don't know. I'm not doing a good service like this, but this album, I feel like it's just like crazy. It's all over the place. Like it's, but yeah, I, I liked it. I've listened to it at least six or seven times, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, I know I tortured you. Plus, I know it's probably a torture because you're like, I have no idea what they're saying. And then they're like, oh, they said something in English. <laughs> but it was so fast, I missed it. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so, uh, but what did you guys think of Grand Rodeo? <laughs> oh, uh, and I'm sorry, I forgot. I, my pick is uh, actually track nine. Which is the, um, um, well, I would try and say it, but it's an Indian Bollywood. It's the one that starts out with like an Indian Bollywood and then turns straight into a rock song. It's like that one. That's my jam. <laughs> Anyone? Am I all alone here? You're always all <laughs> You're all alone, Todd. No, I, I can I can start unless you want to, Dana, because yeah. No, you go ahead. Okay. Because Dana, this is your opportunity to really lay into Todd. So um, okay, I'll we can we can it. save you till the end. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't about it. I didn't know what to expect when you had told us about this album other than uh, you, you said you really liked it and it was new. I don't even know if you told us that it was uh, it was Japanese, at least uh, on the last episode. Um, so anyway, um, so, yeah, when I, I started listening to it on Spotify, you know, I looked at the album. Then I looked at the titles of the songs going, oh, OK. And um, like right away, I'm like. Ah, uh, okay. Now I see why Todd really likes this because every <laughs> every song, and it totally makes sense now after what you said about them. Every song to me felt like it was a theme to an anime. Like you know, like like you guys need an anime theme song? No problem. We got you. Like there's there's twelve tracks on here. Just pick one. You know, like yeah, every song on here. Totally, I could see as a theme song to to uh, an anime at, at some point. So you know, like, yeah, um, I yeah, I I really did enjoy it. I mean, we I try very hard. I think we all do where we try to save our our thoughts till the episode. But I mean, I had to text Taj immediately after listening to it for the first time. You know, because I'm like, dude, you know, like, what did I just experience? Um, but, but it was a positive experience. You know, I, I really did enjoy it. I had a good time with it. Um, you know, I, I've listened to it a couple of times. I actually listened to it in full today before the episode because I wanted it to be fresh in my mind. 
And um, yeah, you know, I had a really good time with it. Like, I am a fan of anime. I don't watch a lot of it, but, you know, there was a, a part of my, my life where I was more into it than I am now. Um, you know, so I definitely feel like, you know, I can spot an anime song for sure. And uh, like I said, it just feels like this is like, you know, chock full of like, you know, ready and waiting songs, you know. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was refreshing. I mean, every song was unique and different, you know, not to me, not one song sounded the same. Um, and that was, that was nice. You know, it was almost like listening to a greatest hits of animes that have never been made, you know? <laughs> um, and I don't know, have any of these songs actually been used for an yeah, anime? Actually, all of them, pretty much all of them. So, oh, they have. Okay. Yeah. Like, is this a greatest hits album? No, it's not. It's, it's oh. just, I, it's not greatest hits, uh, cause it's, it's only off of, uh, like three or four enemies on this album, uh, but okay. it's like their newer work. So I see. Okay, yeah. so they didn't like necessarily just record these songs for one album. Correct. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. Well, then that makes even more sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I did. I I had a good time with it. I it was fun to listen to, and uh, it definitely brought back some memories of uh, anime that I used to watch and their title songs. You know, like. It, it reminded me of a few that I remember being a fan of. And, um, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I definitely felt like I could have heard this before, uh, you know, a, a TV show. Um, so yeah, I, I did enjoy it. I, I had a good time with it. Um, it was fun. And, uh, it doesn't matter if I know what the lyrics are or not. You know, like I said before, like sometimes, you know, I'm more of a, a melody guy and, and lyrics I don't always necessarily hear. So it didn't really distract me not knowing what, what they're saying. Right. So, you know, I just, I just enjoyed the beat and, uh, I don't know. It was just kind of uh, infectious. It was, it was just, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a fun ride both times <laughs> I listened to it. And if I had to pick a track, um, there were a couple that came to mind. Um, but, uh, I, <laughs> I think, I'm, I'm looking at the list because, you know, I think the song I like is in Japanese. So um, the one I like, I think, is actually the same one that Taj likes because his description sounds exactly like the one that I was going to go with. And it was, <laughs> I, and I'm looking here and it is track number nine. It's the one before Treasure Pleasure. OK. It, right. That's the yeah. kind of Bollywood introduction. Yeah, exactly. OK, that yeah, that was my <laughs> that was my favorite track, too. So, okay. so yeah those are my two cents i like it all right i'm gonna go in the middle before Danny comes in and 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 hits you with the katana uh, <laughs> um, so first and foremost you a sly little bastard I <laughs> because you did sneak that in uh, i was not expecting that that literally did sound like 12 seasons of bleach each each season gets a new new intro song, and right. it was kind of like all over the place. Um, they definitely know how to rock. They definitely know how to how to distinguish themselves. It's a little bit different. Their breakdowns and transitions are crazy, um, like crazy, crazy. And then I listened to it three times over. Um, there were two on here that I definitely recognize. Um, 
Uh, Pleasure Treasure uh, was from, I want to say, Bakiyama. Yeah, so both 9 and 10 are from Baki. And I knew yeah. you were going to know that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm all about my Baki. And then right. um, um, Toke Maria Torque, Lee Torque. Um, that's my favorite because three minute thing you transition into like a like a 80s lounge jazz band that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> coming out of the yeah. rock and I'm like dude that's crazy and that's also on, on um, Bungo Straight Dogs so I was like okay I, I know that one as well so I was like damn am I really an anime yeah I'm all the way in it's not a problem and I actually I actually was surprised how much not only did I like the album, but how much I actually knew a couple of the songs on here um, from watching different anime and whatnot. So I was like, okay, this this definitely makes sense um, for me. So it's actually a good pick, and I, I like it and appreciate it. And yeah, that's great job. Oh, All right, Damon, let me have it. <laughs> I've got just one question. Yeah. What the fuck's going on with that album cover? <laughs> Some white girl getting kidnapped. Does a, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It, that's, uh, the, yeah, that's, that's why it's called question. See, it's making you question. Yeah. Yeah. Question. Uh, who the fuck's behind that mask? But And uh, where can I find the English dub lyrics? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I'm telling you right now, if you ever try to look up the double lyrics, it's never going to make sense. Up. They all <laughs> sound like a fucking tree. haiku. Like, house. Yeah, they're, like, they're not even saying anything. They're just like random. They're, no, they're saying stuff. It just doesn't work in translating into <laughs> our language. It does not come out right. Like, like give me your eyes. It's kind of metal, but it would be like not so metal. <laughs> yes. Put your eyes in my hand. Like what? Okay. Yeah, your eyes are in my hand. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's a bad album. Actually, I just if you don't know, if you don't care where you like the lyrics are, if you're just like kind of, you know, background whatever, or like this could every single one of these songs could be like the end credits to like a fucking. Uh, I don't know, Kill Bill movie or some shit, you know, or like some kind of fucking fucked up, crazy revenge movie or, yeah, no, like this stuff could work with a lot. So yeah, it actually was really unique. I thought it was uh, at first I was like, okay, the instrumental, you know, part was like, oh yeah, okay, that's not too bad. And then I realized it was all in like Japanese. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I fucking hate watching movies that are like that you have to read <laughs> and then listening to something that I can't that I don't even know what they're saying. But like, if you think about it, half the the music we listen to, there's like so many un un like understood or like you can't like tell what they're saying, like albums and songs. This is just like one of those. So the beat, yeah, the beat's pretty cool. It's kind of like a rock opera in a way because it has all these different, like you're saying, it's all these different genres. Like every song is like a different, different thing, like a cover. Right. So 
until it's not. And that's the crazy thing. Like you, you kind of feel <laughs> like it is a cover. And then like a minute, two minutes in, you're like, where did you just take me? Cause like, you're not staying right. on the cover path. Like you're <laughs> two or three transitions later. You're like, where am I? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could just do that all day, but it, it, it was fun. Yeah. Fun. I liked listening to it. I can't rip on you too bad because I thought it was a really unique pick. Oh, okay. I, I can rip on you about being like kind of nerdy <laughs> about the, you know, the uh, anime stuff, but anime is cool too, actually. I love anime. Yeah. Well, Artwork and, and anime is really good. And, and it's interesting because like I, I used to like old school anime and then there was a period where I kind of fell out because anime got really specific about fan base whereas the older old school oh, okay. was like it felt like it was more generic for mass audience like it wasn't trying to hit its exact niche and nowadays it's it's more it still has its niches but it's more general like it's not as narrow focus as it used to be before you know yeah, I feel like I'm outside the box a little bit, or like I'm on the outside with this. Like, I think y'all have a little bit more of an understanding of anime, but I have seen some anime, but it was just like here and there, you know. Yeah. Uh, the the latest one was like the what was it, Castlevania? That was on uh, Netflix or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of fun. Is that is that like cool anime? <laughs> See, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I <clears throat> on that one, like, I feel it's not it's more for general audience. It's not super focused in on like being one thing on that castle. Thing. Yeah. It's mainstream. It's yeah. That one is mainstream. The Witcher version that they did was mainstream. Like Witcher. that's yeah. Yeah. That's, that's more mainstream. Okay. Situation that you're looking at. Like when you start talking about Demon Slayer, you start talking about like bleach, you start talking about other, other like, Goro, 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 Doro, 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 Doro. Like, you start going down that path of like different animes, you can, you can see the, the starch difference between what they're coming out with versus what, you know, Netflix will pop on. So they're like, they're showing like titties and blood and whatever. Yeah. Not so much the titties and blood. It's, it's more so about the storyline. And how it comes across and, and the different aspects, the different scenes, uh, the different meanings behind stuff. Like when you're talking about like a mainstream, like when you brought up, uh, that Castlevania one, like that was yeah. literally, well, scene for scene for scene for scene, everything lines up, everything meets like together. Like it's all together. Whereas you're talking about something like Naruto, you could have literally five episodes of them on the beach. It has nothing to do with the main storyline, <laughs> but right. you know, in order like stage fillers, but then they'll come back in and then a certain character will like get killed. And all of a sudden everybody is back on the main storyline. And it's like, it flips up like crazy. So it's just about the storyline and how it's told and, and what's actually going into it. That makes yeah. a difference. So if it's anything like this album, that's going to be really confusing and misunderstood. <laughs> if it's anything like this album, you're going to either pay attention to it and try to watch every season of it, or you're going to turn it off and run away from it as far as possible. There's no middle ground. Uh, yeah. I'd be afraid to watch the anime that you guys are watching. Yeah, it's Maybe good. No, we're not walking the octopuses like Taj is. We're, yeah. uh, 
for a little bit of applause. It's a lot of things, but it's all good. I probably. Yeah. yeah. So, well, okay. question time was one of my favorites on there. So, question time was your favorite? Yeah. And then I thought that uh, Treasure Fledger was good too. Okay. So, which is your pick though? Which one is my pick? Yeah. Question time, for sure. Question time. Okay. Question. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because it has question in it. It's like, this album should be one big question mark. (laughs) In a good way, though. In a good way, yeah. All right. Uh, So, anything else about the album? Good to, to get our next assignment. Right. And do you guys want your next assignment? <laughs> yes, we want our next assignment. Yeah, all right. Get me out of this fucking <laughs> anime hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Wow. Um, all right. User. So, uh, yeah, um, your homework for next episode uh, falls on, on my shoulders. And um, we're going to go back to the 70s again. Surprise, surprise. Um, so the album that you guys are going to listen to is from 1977. It was the debut album of the the band called Television. And the album is called Marquee Moon. So the album is Marquee Moon and the band is Television. Of course. <laughs> I'm like, I've never heard of this shit. So this is going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's good I'm stuff. Start, start Interesting to see up. what you guys have to say. Okay. Always okay. always fun to take a trip back to the 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so I'm um, going to go and wrap things up. Uh, this has been Choice Tracks. You can find us on our website of choicetracks.com. That ends with a Z. Or you can email us at choicetracks. Uh, at gmail.com again ends with the z please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes let's go ahead and sign out i've been taj i'm brandon i'm damon i'm dietrich uh we're gonna pick up the needle but y'all keep spinning those toys tracks and don't choke on batman's cake i'm just telling you that that's worse a worse idea than to